0: podcast. I'm Francis and thank you for listening to me. And today we are going to take our study from the book of Judges chapter 6. In that chapter 6 we see the Midianite had impoverished the children of Israel that whatever they planted the Midianite could come like locust and destroy the harvest of Israel. But God raised a judge and a deliverer called Gideon. And this deliverer, God used him to deliver the children of Israel from the Midianite spirit that the Midianites were so impoverished by the Midianites that they decided to hide themselves in strongholds, caves, dens. They were so impoverished. So I want us to study the book of Judges chapter 6. As we study the Judges chapter 6 may God may God and destroy the spirit of the Midianites, the Amalekites, and the people of the East. So, Judges chapter 6, verse 1. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and for seven years he gave them into the hands of the Midianites. Verse 2. Because the power of Midian was so oppressive, the Israelite prepared shelter for themselves in mountain clefts, caves and strongholds. You see here the, the the, the Midianite spirit is the spirit, it's also called the Egyptian spirit, it's, a, it's an oppressive spirit, it's a spirit that causes people to fear, it's a spirit that causes people to hide, they could even hide in mountain cliffs, they hid themselves in strongholds because this spirit, spirit impoverished. The children of Israel. Verse 3 Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, the Midianites, Amalekites, and other eastern peoples invaded the country. You see, this verse 3 is also speaking of you start a business, the Midianites come to attack your business. You start a company, the Midianites come to attack your business. Company, Whatever you start is destroyed by the Midianites, Amalekites, and the people of the East. And, verse 4, they camped on the land and ruined the crops all the way to Gaza and did not spare a living thing for Israel. Neither sheep, nor cattle, nor donkeys. They came up with their livestock. And their tents like swarm of locusts. It was impossible to calm them or their camels. They invaded the land to ravage it. Verse 6. Midian so impoverished the Israelites that they cried out to the Lord for help. Anytime you are attacked by this Midianite spirit, God had to raise and have to raise you have number one you have to cry to the Lord you cry to the Lord for help or Jesus I need help you have faster for number two you must be humble because you cannot come to God and cry to the Lord if you are not humble you must acknowledge that you need help number seven When the Israelites cried out to the Lord because of Midian, verse 8, he sent them a prophet who said, This was the Lord, the God of Israel, says, I brought you uh, uh, up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, verse 9. I rescued you from the land of the Egyptian, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. Verse 10, I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live, but you have not listened to me. Verse 11, The angel of the Lord came and sat under the oak in opera that belonged to Joash the Abizrite, where his son Gideon was dressing within in a winepress to keep it from the name. You see, this is a very strong, a very st- this is a stronghold, the spirit of, the spirit that comes to steal people' blessing, that come to steal your health, all these are oppressive spirits, the one that come to attack the ha- work of your hands, the one that causes people not to flourish. It's called the me a nice spirit and anytime you find you are being attacked by this spirit you have to cry out to the lord ask him and god will send you the man of god that will speak life in your life and you are going to come out from this oppressive spirit verse 12 when the angel of the lord appeared to he said, said, the lord is with you mighty warrior Whenever you are downcast, whenever you are low, God doesn't see the way we see. This Gideon was hiding himself, but God came and told him, Gideon, you mighty warrior. So whatever you are going through, God is going to deliver you. And you are the one God is going to use as Gideon to rescue people from the Midian. It, Amalekite and other eastern people, spirit, and you are going to be used by God to deliver nations from oppression of the enemy. Mm-hmm. As that, pardon mm-hmm. me, my lord," Gideon replied. "But if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us?" That's why even right now there is COVID-19, people asking, pardon me, my Lord, like Gideon, If you are with us, why is all this happening to us? Where are all your wonders that our, our ancestors told us about when they said, did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and given us into the hands of the medium. So this spirit always comes to attack the people that are not covered by the precious blood of Jesus. They are those people who have not come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They are attacked by anxiety. This spirit comes to attack. Even it attacks even the children of God. Whenever you cry out to the Lord, the Lord will send a deliverer and you are going to be rescued from the Midianite spirit. Verse 14. The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of the Midian's hand. Am I not sending? And replied, "But how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. Yes, even when Jesus, people, when, when people are told that Jesus of Nazareth has come, is the one that is going to save humanity from the bondages of sin, from the oppressive power of the enemy, and they ask, can." can anything good come from Nazareth? Let us go to that verse. It is in John chapter 1. Let's go to that verse. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. psalm john chapter 1 verse 45 philip found nathaniel and told him we have found the one moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote jesus of nazareth the son of joseph 46 nazareth can anything good come from there nathaniel asked come and see said philip when jesus saw nathaniel approaching he said him. Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. You see also Gideon he was asking God, can you really use me? Um, I, I come from the poorest clan of Manasseh. Hmm. Let's go to, back to Judges chapter 6. 15, pardon me, my lord Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my family. So, you see, also, Navani asked, can anything good come from Nazareth? Why, why, Why was was Nathaniel asking can anything good come from Nazareth? Because Nazareth was a ghetto. It is like here in Nairobi we have a ghetto called Kibera. And people can you can there are many talents that can come out from Kibera. Most talented people come from ghetto. But when people look at you when you are living in ghetto, people can really ask, can anything good come from Madhari? Can anything good come from Kibera? So that's why Nathaniel was asking in John chapter 1, verse 45, to 47, that can anything good come from Nazareth? Nazareth was a ghetto. And also Gideon was saying, Pardon me, my Lord Gideon, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in in Manasseh. And I am the least in my family. I am despised. People don't see there like there's anything good that can come from me. But my Bible tells me, let me encourage you, my brother, through the scriptures, Isaiah, Sixty one Isaiah Sixty one Isaiah sixty one Let us let us go to Isaiah sixty one says verse 61. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our Lord, of our God, to comfort all who mourn And provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. 5. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your field and vineyard. And you will be called priest of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of the nations and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. So... Whatever was attacking your harvest, whatever was attacking your health, whatever you are was attacking your family, God is giving you beautiful ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of spirit of despair. You will be called the oak of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His. Of his splendor, you will build the ancient ruins and the, restore the places long devastated. They, they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generation. Strangers will shepherd your flock foreigners will work your field and vineyards and you will be called priest of the lord you will be named ministers of our god you will feed on the wealth of nations and in their riches you will boast instead of your shame you will receive a double portion and instead of this you will rejoice in your inheritance and so you will be you will inherit a double portion in your land And everlasting joy will be yours. So from today, we break the spirit of the Midianite, the one that come to attack our Harvest, the one that come to attack our mind, the one that come to separate us, to bring this unity, and we speak beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And now you will arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. The Bible says in Isaiah 60, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See darkness cover the earth, and thick darkness over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Verse 3, Nation will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your town. Lift up your eyes, verse 4, and look about, you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from a farm and your daughters are carried on heap. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart with robe and swell with joy. The world on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nation will come. And because of this word of God you will grow, you will flourish. You are going to receive joy. Going to be restored, and COVID-19 will not attack you because God will protect you with His shield. And now we have learned that God can use the people that are least in the family, the despised, even David, when Manasseh, who were not Manasseh, when Jesse, the children of Jesse. When Samuel was going to anoint the children of Jesse, Jesse brought his favorites, but they left the one who was looking after the sheep, and God, God, he was called David, he was the least, and this family forgot to deliver the children of Israel out of the spirit of the Midianites. The Amalekites and the people of the east. He used a person that was despised from the least in his in their family, and God used him to deliver the children of Israel out of the bondages of the devil. The God works with the nobodies so that He can make that nobody and people see so that that nobody god can make them somebody so it doesn't matter you are a nobody in your family you are despised but god is going to use you for his own glory be blessed share the word of god and let us grow together and thank you for listening to me be blessed thank you thank you let us just pray father thank you for lord Tonight, you have just dealt with the spirit that brings slavery, a spirit that brings bondages, a spirit, O oh God, that brings disunity. Then, God Almighty, you have lifted our standard. Thank you for your word it is alive. It is going to bear fruit. It's going to break sicknesses, bondages, and you're going to set your people free. I thank you and I honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. Hi. Welcome to my podcast. And today we are studying... The book of Romans, chapter 6, and we want to see the victorious life that Christ has purchased for us. Let us immediately go to Romans, chapter 6, verse 1. It says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Verse 2. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it or do you not know that as many of us of us as were baptized into christ jesus were baptized into his death so the moment jesus died we died with him and were baptized with his death that our body is now crucified with christ it's not who who it's not i only You and I who lives, but Christ now lives inside of us. And and now the life we live, we live by faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 4. Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, Even so, we also should walk in the newness of life, the new life in Christ Jesus. Verse 5, For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. 6. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves of sin so the moment we accept Jesus, you no longer serve sin and you don't become a slave of sin for he who for he who has has died has been freed from sin now if we died with christ we believe that we shall also live with him knowing that christ having been raised from the dead died no more death no longer has dominion over him for for the death that he died he died to sin once for all but la- But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 12. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its last 13. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead, as your your members as, as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under the grace." This is the victorious life in Christ Jesus. That sin shall not have dominion over you, because the process that Jesus took, he he went that process so that you may live the abundance life, the life that He Himself is, and that is what also it's it's also written in Romans chapter five. We can start from twelve up to 20 it says death in adam life in christ that you you have the adamic nature but the moment your life accept christ the christ the light, the jesus life also imparted in your spirit and now you start living the victorious life that is found in Jesus Christ, and that's why the Bible says in Romans chapter five, verse twelve. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sinned. For until the law, sin, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come, Jesus. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense death, reigned through the the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. So you have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, than enables you to live life in Christ Jesus. That Jesus has made you victorious. You are victorious in Christ Jesus. Christ died for you to punish sin one and for all, as we have read in Romans chapter 6. Therefore, as, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all. Through Adam, judgment came to all, resulting in condemnation. Even so... Through one man's righteousness, through one man's righteousness act, for the free gift came to all men. The free gift came to all men, resulting, resulting in justification of life. For as by one man disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience many will be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded more. So that as sin reign in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That is the abundance life in Christ Jesus that is the quality of life that Christ has purchased for us and now we, you, me and you. It is not just good to know that Jesus came and he died for us and purchased our freedom and gave us the gift of righteousness. It is good to accept him and receive him. The Bible says in John chapter 1, John chapter 1 verse 12, that as many as received him, he gave them the power to become the children of God. So, as you accept him, sin will not have dominion over you. You will receive the gift of righteousness and it's going to enable you to reign in life. You're not going to live in condemnation, guilt, fear. All that is going to be broken by the power in the, in the name of Jesus. And for you to live this life in Christ Jesus, you need to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So you're going to repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, I have learned from Romans chapter 6 and Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to to 18 to 20, sorry, that, Lord You came to purchase my freedom, that I don't need to live in Adamic nature, the Adamic nature of sickness, diseases, all this is broken by the power in the name of Jesus. So I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. From today, I will serve you. And I will love you all the days of my life. I accept the free gift of righteousness that enables me to reign in life. From today I am born again in Jesus' name. Thank you and be blessed.